Welcome. You are now entering into the Reflection Lounge, a place for us to get connected with our thoughts and feelings. In the lounge, we will recognize that we are destined to succeed by investing in others and ourselves. Now introducing your host, the professor. The professor. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that beautiful, beautiful introduction. Welcome to the Reflection Lounge. I am the professor, and I want to thank you all for tuning in and joining me live tonight to have another important discussion on how we can reflect upon things in our life to improve upon them so we can move forward for tomorrow. Before we get started, I would like to also just... Give a shout out to Mr. Ted Peterson and the, and the inspirational hour that he's been doing Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. It has been a blessing and it's been such a blessing that it doesn't only just touch my, my life, but it's touching people's life all over. And I just want to tell you and just encourage you to continue doing that. And as my radio mate, I'm very, very proud to, to share space with you and just let you know how I feel. And also just coming this Thursday is the teacher's corner. That's going to be a seven o'clock to 8 p.m. with the teachers of, the, uh, of our time discussing their situation and being able to provide extra information for other teachers and a platform for them to be able to express their thoughts. And not to mention that a young man called me last week and said, Professor, we need to do something about fathers. I know you talked about it before. You used to have this program called Through Your Son's Eyes. And I just want to be able to express my feelings because I know there's other fathers out there that want to express their feelings as well. So this Thursday, we'll be doing live The Misunderstanding of Fatherhood. Join me at 8 o'clock this Thursday, December 17th, for the Misunderstanding of Fatherhood at 8 o'clock p.m. And don't forget that Wednesday midweek check-in with those two fabulous people, Miss Nina Boyd and Mr. Ted Peterson, both in-house therapists who that's going to keep it real with you and help get you through your week and finish it off strong. I just want to thank all of us for just trying to be the best we can every day here at the Future Network Radio. Let's keep this momentum and let's keep it going. If you have a topic that you would like for us to address or share or just even be a part of, please don't hesitate. And if you're out there listening, we have one more, The Healing Touch, that's going to be on Sundays. If you're out there listening, give me a call, Melissa. Tell the people about what it is you're doing and what you're bringing to the Future Network Radio. So now let us begin. We got everything out. Let's just talk about our topic for tonight. The greatest enemy lives in me. I'm going to say that one more time because you know that I have to bring it home so it can just marinate for a little bit inside of you. The greatest enemy lives in me. Woo. Uh-huh. I said it. Now it's time to get going. Because when I first thought about this topic, I had to pause for a second to say, okay, where do I want to go with this? What do I want to say? How do I want to relay this message and relay it in a way that is not offensive, that it, but it allows people to think about what does it mean to have an enemy living inside of you? And what type of enemy are you talking about? Are you talking about the devil? Or are you talking about something else? What are you talking about, Professor, that you're going to tell me that the greatest enemy lives in me? Well, 
I'm talking about you. You, your inner self, the things that go on with inside of you. Well, let me break it down even further. First of all, you know when you come to the lounge, we're going to break things down to the simplest form so that when you leave here, the clarity is there. So we got to first start talking about what it means to be the greatest. I mean, Ali used to say it all the time. I am the greatest. That means he was above all. That he felt like he was above all. So to be the greatest means it's, it's above the normal and above average. So think about that for a second. When I'm when I'm breaking that down to you now, I'm telling you that it's, it's the greatest means to be above the normal and above average. Okay, keep that in mind now. But see, now I said the greatest enemy lives in you. So, so your enemy, as defined, is a person that opposes or show hostility towards someone or something. So the greatest hostile or the greatest person to oppose lives inside of you. The greatest hostile person lives inside of you. I'm still lost, Professor. Where are you going with this? Well, if you allow me a few more minutes, I'm going to get to the nitty gritty of this whole thing. Because when we talking about somebody living somewhere or something living somewhere, referring to a, a, a home or a place that a person dwells, that that's deep within itself. When you actually think about what I'm trying to say to you right now, that the greatest enemy lives in me. So the greatest enemy is like inside of me. But who is this enemy you're talking about? I'm talking about you. You are your greatest enemy right now. You're the only one standing in the way of, of your blessings. You're the only one standing in the way of success and failure. You're the only one that's standing in the way of your marriage. You're the only one standing in the way of that promotion. You are the only one standing in the way of your own personal growth. Well, how can you say that about me, Professor? You don't know me like that. Well, if, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Because if it's not applying to you right now, then you can just tune off and, and, and go Finish doing what you got to do. Go watch a game show. Go or do whatever you have to do. But this right here, this message is not for you. It's for me. Because I want to tell myself constantly that I have to be better than what I am. I have to release myself from myself. I have to change who I am. I have to go a different direction. I have to change lanes to go into a different lane and get into a lane that I'm that I'm not comfortable in that I can be able to still learn how to drive. How many of us when we first learned how to drive, we were nervous when we first got behind the wheel. When we had to learn how to do that that UK, that K turn, we, we thought we was going to always crash. And, the, and, and not only that, we thought we was going to crash. The person car that we were using thought we was going to crash. They was just as nervous. They may not have wanted to show it, but they was just as nervous. They, when you make that turn, and that turn was really, really wide, 
oh my gosh, you should see the people's face. Even 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 the, the drivers that are teaching you from the schools, they get nervous. That's why they had a wheel on their side and, and brakes on their side because they wanted to make sure they still in control of the situation. Well, in this situation, we don't have anybody sitting on the side of us with, with the extra uh, steering wheel and brakes to help control where we go. The very greatest enemy is you. You're the one that's driving your car, baby. You're the one that's putting yourself in danger of not succeeding or achieving that goal of yours. You have that goal in mind. You're thinking about it. You have it written down. You have it all in your mind, but you're still telling yourself things that you don't even realize is relevant to where you need to go. See, that is the piece that I'm trying to get to right now. You're standing in your own way. You are opposing yourself. You are bringing hostility to the table towards your own self. You're the one making yourself angry. You're the one that's telling yourself things that you do not need to tell yourself. You're allowing the bad you, the negative you, to dwell with inside of you. It has housing inside of you. It's paying rent. And, and you're allowing it to happen because, you know, it's, it's, it's taking over who you really want to be. You know you want to be more than that. So let me ask you this question. So why are you being the landlord for depression? I know that needs to, 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 to sit with you for a second. Why do you feel you need to be the landlord for depression? You ask yourself, what's the purpose? Nobody going to care anyway. You know, it doesn't matter if I do it. I mean, there's going to be so many other people trying to do what I do. Uh, what, what, what's the purpose? What's the reason behind it? You know, why, you know, why should I care? Why should I care? Nobody else care about me. Well, you're right. Maybe nobody else cares about you. But you should have enough within yourself to care about yourself. Because nobody's going to care more about you than you. I don't care how much you want somebody else to care more about you, but nobody's going to care more about you than you. Nobody's going to care more about your dreams than you. You can sit there all day till your face turn blue and you black. And you can sit there till your face turn blue. And it will never happen because guess what? They do not care about your goal if they don't show it from the beginning. I'm going to break that down later. So, so I'm going to ask you another question. Why are you the landlord for self-doubt? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I really don't know if I should do it or not. I really don't know. That, you know, that's not me. And when you, that's not me. Then who is it? And if, and, and, and you know what cracks me up when we say I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. You know who we go ask? We go ask the same people who say the same exact things we say, and they confirm how you feel. The greatest enemy lies in you. So you, you, you're the one that's housing that individual. You know, it's like you have a, 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 a alternate personality that it clicks whenever something positive getting ready to happen to your life. This self-doubt just sinks in. It just comes out of nowhere. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this or not. That's not me. I don't know if I should try it. Well, then who else should try it? Because the person that's going to sit there that you're going to go to for some type of uh, 
uh, uh, support, they don't care if you do it or not. They don't care. It's like when you, you go up to somebody and be like, are you hungry? And they be like, uh, nah, I don't feel like eating that right now. It's not, it's, it's, look, 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 you're going to go eat. Am I right? If they don't want to eat, then you're going to go eat. Because you and food are best friends. So you're going to make sure you eat whether that person decides they want to eat or not. That is going to be the same thing. You can sit there and self-doubt all you want to. But the person you're going to is still living their life. And guess what? Y'all two measuring each other based on where you both are at. And that's why y'all not moving from where you're at. The greatest enemy lives in you. So when you think about it, you are the landlord for all of these situations. They, that, that, those things you gave space to, you rent space to. Oh, what's another thing you rent space to that you're a landlord for? Low self-esteem, baby. I wasn't meant to be successful. I'm not important. I mean, I'm not important enough for people to really want to hear my ideas. I, I, I mean... It's just like everybody else's. No, it's not, because it's yours. It's not like everybody else's idea. Your idea is your idea. Your idea is special because you thought of it. And it's become it's going to become even more special when you put it into motion. Think about it for a second. Why do you think God gave you that idea from the beginning? He didn't give it to you because he felt like you couldn't do it. He gave it to you because he knew that part of your destiny is linked to it. And that what you're going to become is going to be greater than what you can ever imagine. See, it's hard for you to even think this far from what I'm saying right now because you're still in that, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if he's even talking to me. You know, this doesn't apply to me. Well, you know what? You're right, because it applies to me. I got to tell myself this every single day. That I'm meant to be something. That I have a purpose. I have a destiny. I have to, I have to always figure out where I'm going. Because at the end of the day, I can't worry about what the other person is trying to say or do. You can do that, but not me. I don't have time for that. Am I going to make it in everything that I put my mind to? Absolutely not, but what you know, what I can always say is in the pursuit of it, because I'm learning from it every single time, even if I don't succeed, it's not failure, it's experience that I just gained, you know, you know, uh, you know, I wasn't meant to be successful, you know, maybe he, he, he was better for the position than me, that's why he got the promotion, Okay, so you're going to give somebody else your credit. You're going to give somebody else your credit. When you know, you sit back, well, those were my ideas. Well, you never brought your ideas to the forefront, baby. For you to be trying to take credit for something that you haven't even done. You go home and complain to your husband or wife. I can't believe that this, this person got the promotion over me. And all they did was express the same things that I've been expressing during our lunch break. Well, you know what? They took initiative. And you didn't take initiative. You thought about it. And you thought that it didn't matter. That it was just like, okay, well, I'm not trying to get there. Well, you know what? That's bad on you. That's bad on you because as a landlord, you should take care of your house. <laughs> Let me say that again. As a landlord, 
You should take care of your house. You should know how to monitor the tenants that are inside of your home. So if depression lives there, self-doubt lives there, low self-esteem, oh man, here's another good one that I just thought about. People descriptions of you. Ooh. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm getting excited as I'm talking. I'm so sorry, but you know, when, when these revelations come to me, I get excited. You, you understand what I mean by the people's description of you? When somebody look at you and be like, you can't do that. Or they start questioning, why Why would you want to own your own home? Why would you want to own your own business? Why you want to step out on that? On that? Why you listen to the Reflection Lounge? Why you Why you go and reading all these self-help books? Why you Why you seeking religion? Why you speak to God? Why you Why you read the Bible? Everything about you is wrong. You are, you know, an apparent, you know, you act just like your father. You, you act just like your mother. She ain't nothing. You ain't going to be nothing. Uh, you know, these are people trying to rent even more space than the space that you gave them already by giving them they're giving you a description of you and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna you right you know, I, I, I wasn't really trying to be be like a business owner what i was really trying to do was like just i just it was just a thought i just thought about it and i just wanted to see what you thought about it no come on man like listen for real for real for real for real check that person Check that person's motive. Man, you're not. Why would you even go for a manager position when you're not really managerial uh, material? You're not management material. You know that. Come on. You do you think you can you can work those late hours and do all those things that you do? Come on, please. You know you're not managerial uh, material. So why would you even go there? If success was for you, it would have found you by now. I mean, people got sayings for days. People got sayings for days. What you dating her for? She's she's not even in your league. He's not even in your league. Why? You know he cheating on you, girl. Because look, look at him. Look at him. You know, you you really think that all he wants you for is your body? They descriptions of you. And you sit back and and he's giving you the world. And you sit back thinking, oh, you she she maybe she right. You know, next time he want to kiss you. And, and let me ask you a question. How do you view me? What do you what do you see about me? I, I, am, am I just booty to you? But wrong question because it's not like he gonna sit there and be like, yeah, of course you are. Now he gonna look at you and be like, nah, baby. You know, and then you gonna sit back because you don't mind these descriptions of you. You first of all should know if this person is interested in you and only for your body. This is, these are things you should know. I don't know somebody shouldn't have to come and tell you these things. You should know. But see, sometimes we get caught up in our own mess that we want success so bad that we can't even take advice from other people. Oh, man, I got my boots on right now my, my, and, I'm, and I'm stepping on somebody's toe. And I know that hurt just now because people don't even like to hear that piece. We talked about fact or fiction. Which reality are you living in in the last episode? And and when you think about it, some people don't like the fact that 
they have goals and dreams of their own, but they don't like the fact that somebody else is trying to come and help them guide through it because God sent those individuals in your life just for that purpose. But you so caught up and wrapped up in thinking that if you, you got to do it. You know, listen, nothing gets done by ourselves. Nothing gets done by ourselves. There are people to help us. But it all depends on who you surround yourself with. You would know the difference in if they're coming to help you or they're coming to destroy you. And as a landlord, you need to know the difference of what you're allowing in your home. Because your body is your home. And the person that you let live there is, is, is a destroying you. It's blocking you from your blessings. Come on. Come on, let's 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 get rid of that individual going into 2021. Let's look at ourselves differently. You instead of making a New Year's resolution to go into the gym and lose weight, which you know you're only gonna go for the first three days of the year, try to do something different. Try to look at yourself different. Try to tell yourself different things. Get more yourself more positive affirmations that that you you that you are somebody that you can achieve these things and you will achieve these things that nothing will stand in your way. But don't 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 take it to the point where you say nothing will stand in my way that you can't take advice from other people that have your best interests at heart. See, that's the difference because you're going to know who's motivating you to stay with it. Or who's going to sit there and tell you the opposite? Because, yes, do is everybody meant to own their own business? No, not everybody meant to own their own business. But some people are, are, are meant to do more than what they are. You can, you can work for a company and still be prosperous. See, see some people don't get that piece. Everybody wants to be the chief, but they don't want to learn from the chief so they can become a chief. They just want to be the chief. And it's harder sitting in that chair than any other chair that you can imagine. See, because people only look at the money aspect of it. They don't look at the day-to-day, the stressful days, the 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 the, the days that, that when the, the see-nothing days when you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, that you just gotta be able to still get up, move, and act, smile and act like everything's okay. When when you get attacked by the enemy or you get attacked by situations, you still gotta get up and, and, and keep moving with a smile on your face. But let me tell you something. As landlords, hmm. We need to start sending out these eviction notices to all these unwanted tenants in our in, in our body, in our mind. That's how that we house in our mind. We need to start sending out these eviction notices as of January 1st, 2021. You will no longer be allowed to live here anymore. You need to write that down and make it plain. Get yourself a piece of paper. Put on the top of it, eviction notice. I, so-and-so, the professor, hereby say, as of due to your lack of encouragement and, and your lack of allowing me to be productive in my life, I hereby evict low self-esteem. I hereby evict, just go down the line what you feel you need to evict out of your life. I can't tell you what you need to evict out of your life because I don't really know your life that way. But what I can tell you is that 
start to write that thing down. Because the Bible said, take the vision, write it down, make it plain. You know, yes, I owe you know me. I'm always going to refer back to, to some biblical pieces to it because at the end of the day, that is the guidance in a lot of people's life. And I know it's the guidance in my life. So, so you're just going to have to forgive me on this one. But what I'm saying to you is that if you take that and you send out these eviction notes, instead of just instead of writing down, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Listen, you might lose that 20 pounds if you're no longer depressed because you evicted depression out of your life. Stepped on another toe. I think I done stepped on another toe. Somebody gonna need some braces after this one because I I I meant to come hard, but I just didn't want to offend you. But what I'm saying, you can lose that weight if you evict low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Did I lose you yet? Are you still with me? Well, let me let me explain something to you. You can lose that weight if you put yourself around, surround yourself around good people. Let me let me let me let me let me give an example. There's a game show. I told you I, I can't watch things without without seeing relevancy to life. There's a game show called Deal or No Deal. I mean, I know a lot of people watch that that game show, but let me just relate it to this real quick. Now, when 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 the person is up there stressing over amount of money should they take the deal or don't take the deal they have what they call in the show a gallery and the gallery is mixed up of, of, of people that the, the contestant chose all right follow me the contestant chose these individuals to be his or her support factor right so these people are supposed to say take the deal take the deal or no deal no deal and encourage them listen listen you, you came here with nothing, and it's okay to leave with nothing because you ain't going to be nothing. They, whatever how they want to support that individual, their words of encouragement, it's going to be their words of encouragement. But there's always, if you watch the show, because it, it comes on and repeats, if you watch the show one day, you'll see what I'm talking about. It, that person will turn to the, to the, to the, uh, 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 the gallery and go, what do you think? What do you think? And, and you always have some people, you'll have one, that one person be like, Listen, I'm with you no matter what. Whatever decision you might you make, I'm with you. But no deal. There's still money up on that board. You still can get it. You still can go forward. You still can move forward. But then you always have that person who's reserved, who 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 would not do it. Who who probably would have took the first deal when it said five dollars. Like they'd be like deal. But that individual, it would be like, no, take the deal, take the deal, take the deal. And confusing the heck out of you because you now hear something like, okay, you know, the encouragement, I can move forward, I can move forward. And then you hear, the, take the deal, take the deal. You know, so you have to then make a decision. That's life. See, because sometimes your good conscience would tell you, do, do the right thing. Keep moving. You got this. You got this. But the bad conscience reminds you of everything that was said about you. You, you, You're not meant to be management material. Why would you want to own your own home? Why would you want to own your own business? See, see, because now you start hearing, uh, because your bad conscience is so smart, it can change voices. It'll go to the voices of the people that you already know. 
So it'll come in, it'll come in, in, in the sounding of susu. Well, it'll be like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to be that way? Why you don't, just don't do it? It'll start coming into other people's voices. And, and, and it'll sound like those people are really actually talking to you. So you can now become, can become convinced that now I need to just not take the deal. I don't need to move forward. But then that good voice is always getting drowned out because it's not that many good voices. That So that what that tells me? You need to start surrounding yourself around more good voices. You need to start putting more good people into your gallery that's going to think more positive about what it is they want to see you become. Not what they want to become, what they want to see you become. If somebody's pushing you past being pushed and you tired of being pushed, think about that individual means something to you. They love you that much that they didn't have, they haven't even given up on you right at this moment to say, you know what, if you don't want it, you don't, you just don't get it. But they keep saying, hey, listen, come on, man, you know, strap up those boots and let's keep going. Let's keep moving. Let's keep doing what you do. Let's keep this thing moving. So can we do that? Oh, of course you can. Can we allow things to move in a, in a way that is going to be positive for us? Of course we can. Will we allow it to happen? Sometimes. Sometimes. Even in Family Feud. That's one other one that just came to my mind. Family Feud. You'll have that one family member that will say the dumbest answer. But you'll see the family go, good answer, good answer, good answer. And you know it's a bad answer. And sometimes the host will go, now you know that's not a good answer. That's a dumb answer. Because sometimes you need somebody that's going to keep it real with you and say, no, that's a dumb answer. But do you have people in there, you it just going to put good answer, good answer. You sitting up there with a smile like they, you, you'll see them on the show just smiling like, yeah, yeah, it's out there, it's out there. You know, you know yourself that was a dumb answer. But you don't have nobody to tell you like, man, what the heck you were thinking? You just cost us the, the chance to win, to go to the to the, the, the bonus round and try to get $10,000. Sit your behind down. Get, a, get, get, a, get, you know, get out of our family. Ain't no more sweet potato pie for you, man. Get out of here. But, but at the end of the day, you have people that just want to be in your life but then you have people that were meant to be in your life you know be that landlord this year be a landlord evict them evict them out of your life allow them to be evicted low self-esteem evicted then you have self-doubt evicted depression evicted People that give negative descriptions of you, evicted. People that don't mean you anything in your life, evicted. Evict those things out of your life. No longer be the landlord to these things so the greatest enemy no longer will live inside of you. You'll be able to see who you really are. Then looking in that mirror can be a beautiful thing. Listen. The phone lines are open now. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll open up for anyone who would like to be able to call in and join in on the discussion. Um, I'm sending the number at 407-818-4508. That's 407-818-4508. You can call into the lounge right now and join in on this conversation or just have a comment or just say something that's relevant to the listeners. I, I, I don't, I'm opening it up to right now for anybody that would like to make a phone call and, and call in. Uh, once again, the number is 407-818-4508. And this portion of the Reflection Lounge has been sponsored by Autumn Moon Candle Co. 
please visit AutoMoonCandleCo.com. Order your candles today. I'm telling you, they have the best candles from Sandy Shore to Hypnotize, which is my favorite. Clean and sexy. I don't need to go down the line, but you can visit AutoMoonCandleCo.com yourself. Place an order and let them know that the Reflection Lounge sent you for your 10% discount at AutoMoonCandleCo.com. And just so you know, I know the owner personally. And I know he takes pride in the fact that his candles made out of all natural products. It's not tainted at all. So visit AutoMoonCandle.com and purchase not one, not two, but three candles 